We're making breakfast plans with Andrew Santino, who is, uh, you know him probably if you watch the Showtime series, I'm Dying Up Here, which I absolutely loved. And I'm really, I'm getting sick of shows that I get invested in personally, spend a lot of time on uh, getting canceled yeah. when I want them to continue. Andrew, welcome to the show. You're here for uh, JFL 42, but um, I'm dying up here. I thought it was a brilliant show. Went you for did. two seats. Yeah, I Thank did. You. Well, you, uh, you know what? I think they canceled the show because you liked it so much. Well, it's possible, if but you liked I don't think less, I'm that important. I think important. they'd still be on the air. I don't feel like I'm that self-important to believe that. You don't that. think so? No, not really. All right. Um, but I, because, you know, we Canadians, Canadians. we act you guys like we're self-important, but forever. we don't. Well, we're going to find out we, that you're not all the nicest people on earth. And, I think we did this morning. You did? Or last night with the blackface. I know. We talked not about once, this a little bit earlier. Twice, but that, thrice. But here, what it was, um, it was 18 years ago. 18. Yeah, it's a long time. Yeah. That's a tough... No, I'm not saying it's okay. I'm just saying, like, it is what it is. It's in the past. You know, what did you do a lot of dumb stuff 18 years ago? Uh, Something tells me you probably did. Really? Why? A lot of people do a lot of dumb stuff over the course of their life. If we were all under a microscope, we'd be in trouble. But yeah, but we're not all prime ministers. We're not. I and am. We're... I'm a prime minister. Of what? Of my home. I'm the prime minister of my home. Okay. I make the rules in the house. Are you single? No, no. <laughs> yeah, well, then I'm going to call your bluff. I don't I'm think the prime you're really, minister. I think you might think you're prime minister. Oh, no, I'm the prime minister. <laughs> oh, uh, the prime minister bought the house. Uh-huh. He owns the house. He runs the house. And the the um, the uh, citizens of the home, my dog and my wife, yeah. they are loyal to the prime minister. You're about to hear from the queen later on if she catch, catches wind of this. Let me, hey, sh- show up. Where is she? The queen the is above the prime minister. You do know that. Like no, we that's wanna... not true. Is that really? Well, in, in England, sure. Not here. Well, she's our queen. She's not your queen. I've she had is this our argument queen. so many times. She has nothing to do with you guys. You guys aren't under British rule at all, right? Well, yeah, we're part of the Commonwealth. No, you're not. Well, she's on our money. I know. That's the most embarrassing part of all this. I've said that Why? before. Because she's a she's a social figure. She's not a political she's not a figurehead. She can't really She is our figurehead. She can't do anything governmentally. No, well, she cannot. That's listen, like us having listen, the Kardashians she, yes, on our money. Yes, she can. Because when when Trudeau, our prime minister, who likes to dress up, apparently he gets enthusiastic over costumes. He said, yes. um, when he decided to call the election, he has to go to the governor general, who acts as the queen's voice here in Canada, to actually get the election called. Governor general could have just is that Trudeau? The just don't answer it. Don't answer it. Then the queen would be calling everything. She'd be calling okay. the shots. Okay, I'll I'll say this. Mm. This is very mean. Do, are you a fan of the queen? I don't. I, I don't know her personally. Stop no. it! Stop it! The royal family is a royal joke. They are social uh, celebrities. They're celebrities. They are celebrities. Well, Meghan Markle now. I mean, really yeah, proved it. They needed she's to. She's interesting their... too. She's yeah. a whole other story. She was an actress in Hollywood, and then let's get to your story. Stop Can we get it. to yeah. your story? I don't want to dump all over about... the queen, but they're ridiculous. They're, that whole thing is so ridiculous. They love those. They love those people. They give them a, a house in the middle of town, and they think they're like the greatest a people house. on earth. They get. They have the. Well, they have a lot of houses. They have a lot of houses, but the one that's in the middle of the town is just so mm. funny to me. How silly! What are we? Ten? We're grown ups. I'm not going to give love the queen their any royals. love. Um, I love Canada. Can we? Can we go to? Can we go to? I'm, I just. I, can you? Can we go to? I'm dying up here because yeah, I, yeah, I wish yeah. I had a ton of time with you. Like I wish we were doing, you know, an extended podcast or radio it. show. We're not. Okay. And I can't change the format. So I'm dying up here. It lasted two seasons. You yeah. played Bill Hobbs. Yeah. How much did your stand up inform Bill Hobbs? Is that a question that you get a lot? Because I'm wondering this as somebody that has acted, done stand up before, and and you know, I know you do a podcast, so. 
like coming from a similar place did did you get anything from that character um yeah i mean sure I, you know i i had to the the character itself is is loosely extremely loosely based on bill hicks's real life but mm-hmm. um we don't want to like assign names to that because then people are like, that's not accurate. But it was based on based on taken from kind of a dark sardonic, uh, you know, I guess pessimistic point of view about the business and life. Um, that was a really hard thing to get rid of when I did my own stand up because I don't think th- that's not how I look at stuff. So his character was extremely different from the way that I am. Um, if anything, if you bring home a little bit of negativity when you do characters like that, it's hard to get rid of that stuff because you're playing something negative for 12 to 15 hours a day every day. So it's super difficult to like walk away from that. You mm-hmm. do take that stuff home. I heard that Jerry Lewis took things home. Sure. Like that. Sure. A I imagine. Yes. <laughs> Jerry Lewis took some stuff home. Um, Jim Carrey, how hands on was he? Because he's the executive producer. I've never met show. him. Really? No, I'm kidding. Of course. Yeah, no, he was there. Yes. I would have believed yes. it the way you said it. I'm like, okay, I'm executive actor. producer. I'm you actually are a very good actor. No, he, um, he, Jim was there quite often, um, but he was, he didn't really want to touch everything because he, you know, the writers are writing and the directors are directing, and when you have too many cooks, it be, you know, the meal is bad. So I think he was very aware of that. So he was just there to kind of be a moral um, support system. You know, he was good at like giving us tips and little clues about that part of his life. A lot of the story was based on his world in LA. Um, so yeah, Jim's, you know, he was my hero as a kid. He was my comedic hero, and then meeting and working with him, him becoming my boss, and then becoming friendly with him i wouldn't say we're friends but you know friendly with him is was a dream come true it was absurd you know a canadian superhero if you will do you think he's more canadian or american now um i think his his i think his global viewpoint is probably more uh canadian you know he tends to have he tends to always kind of give love back to canada when he talks about stuff but he lives in america so i don't know he's still yours we borrowed him for a long time. Yeah, we always keep ours. He's eh? yours. We just go on and on. Oh, he's Canadian. He's Canadian. He is Canadian, though. I'll give him that. He's born and raised here. He loves Canada. He, he talks a lot about Canada. He shows a lot of love to Canada. Are you more... You're, you are a very good actor. I think it was a dramatic role for you. Are you... Uh, did you want to be an actor before you became a comedian? No. Or was it... No, acting was the thing that happened. I started really? comedy 13, 14 years ago doing stand-up. And then um, about halfway through my stand-up career, it just kind of evolved it happened it was like how nervous were you though when the first time you to get into acting yeah not at all really because you're on stage every night doing terrible shows and you're 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 you're, you you put yourself in such awful situations as a comic to like get emotionally checked so when you get into acting it's it's a joke you get to do it a thousand times on stand stand up, right. you get to do it one time. And there's time. someone directing you. Yeah. I mean, it's like, there's Jerry no Seinfeld net. said it best. He's like, you play dress up and you say words that someone else told you to say. But he also said, I saw him, I think he was talking to uh, Chris. Who was he talking to the other day on Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee? And we both agreed that uh, Chris is my brain sometimes. We both agreed. He was talking to John Oliver. And John Oliver said, you know, sometimes he's been acting in a show. And Jerry Seinfeld said that too, that they would look at the person acting and they'd forget they were acting in a scene and they'd go, wow, you are a really good actor. And they'd just get lost oh, in yeah. it. Oh, yeah. That's because those guys are both bad actors. That's why. A good actor. (laughs) It is true. It is true. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I've never had those moments of like, uh, I I just think like if you can focus and sit deep inside of it, you don't, you don't, you kind of, you do disappear into it, but it's hard for me to, uh, to feel like nerves when I'm acting because stand up is one kind of one shot in front of sometimes thousands and thousands of people. 
And that's way more pressure to me to like formulate what I want to say the right way. When you're acting, you get to manipulate it, work with it, go over it multiple times. It's so it's so much more fluid by the time you get it right. But aren't you doing that when you're up on stage as a comedian and we just are there to believe that this is the first mm. time it's happening? Yeah, but I mean, it's pra- it's been practiced a thousand times, but like you can't tell a joke. You can't tell a joke more than once in the same night on stage. Do you know what I mean? But I can do the scene 10 times. I mean, I can right. work with an actor you know, over and over and over again on getting it correct. And we finally get the rhythm right. Then it's perfect. And then we shoot it. And, you know, I want to touch on this um, because the show was based in the 70s. And uh. I don't want to just lean on it heavily here, but it was based in the 70s. How hard is it to do comedy now in this age of, of heightened sensitivity? You know, Shane Gillis, nobody knew his name. Uh, even last week when it was announced that he was going to be one of the three new players on SNL this season, still didn't register with anyone because he wasn't the Asian uh, actor, a cast member. Now everybody knows who Shane Gillis is because he got fired before he started from something he said on a podcast mm-hmm. before. So how difficult is it to be a comedian right now? Um, I don't think it's difficult to be a comedian. I think it's the easiest thing in the world right now. We're the ones that get to say all the things. I always I get this question a lot, but I think it's not. it's just not true. It's we... We are the ones that are supposed to say the things that everyone either is thinking or won't say or doesn't want to say. Um, in Shane's uh, case, um, it's not difficult because what he said was wrong and mm. stupid. So it's like if you're going to criticize someone for saying something controversial, that's one thing. But Shane made a mistake and said stuff that he shouldn't have said. Um, and that's that's not difficult. You know, but it you can just, happen on a, on a podcast and your yeah. podcast. I was watching it we yesterday. Say dumb stuff all the time. Whiskey ginger. Right. So yes. what if something you just said offhanded, you didn't think it through. Yeah. Actually, um, the, the repercussions was your livelihood. What you love was yanked away from you. Ironically enough, my livelihood is part of the podcast. So they're never going to be able to take that away from me. Okay. That's kind of the beauty of like what we get to do now as comics is like, you're never going to take, and Shane will make a lot of money. He's not, nothing's going to stop him from working. This is a, this is a bump in the road of his career. I think if it could be all, a boost in, could, name, could in be, name recognition, could be, yeah, could be. You just, like you said, you didn't, you guys yeah. didn't know who he was. We know who he is in the States, but like. I, I like I, again. I, I just think like his mistake was foolish. I don't think it's the end of the world. I think what he did was silly. I think he should just apologize and move forward. But I think for me, yeah, if somebody tries to if somebody tries to like blow me up for saying something I said on a podcast, uh, I'll just talk about it on my next podcast. <laughs> like, it'll just be more popular. I got it. So there's I also more material. Don't typically say racist stuff on my podcast. Yeah, that's so. always a good idea. Yeah, that's um, not really my move. You are playing for the next one, two. Three nights in town for just four. for laughs. Four nights. Four, I think right. Isn't Are Thursday, you Friday, Sunday? Saturday, Sunday? I play Sunday too. Yeah. Oh, you do. Yeah. Okay. And I leave I, on Monday. It's going to be crazy because you're doing at least two shows a day at different venues. You've got a live recording of your popular podcast, Whiskey Ginger, on Saturday at the Tiff Lightbox. Who's the guest? Uh, I can't tell you. Why not? Because it's top secret information. Do you always do that? Because I've just become a follower of the... No, sometimes sometimes we, we announced it when we did Montreal because we yeah. knew we were going to have Black Thought of the Roots and me and Bobby Lee. But this is... Um, we're also juggling a few names over who is going to be available to do it. So it's going to be a fun... Uh, Jay Farrow. I'm not going to tell you. Oh, I'm I not going to tell it. you. No, you didn't. I'm not going to tell, tell me. So. Either way, the best part is just uh, come out and watch it or listen to it after the episode comes out. I just like to keep... Because I think the guests... Um, it's more fun for the audience and for the guests when they kind of don't know. Okay, well, I'm going to listen yeah, to it. Yeah. So I'm looking forward Please. to seeing that uh, my guess is right. 
Um, I have no insider information. Just for laughs, uh, 42. If you want tickets, go to jfl42.com. Uh, where are you going for breakfast? I'm going to go to the Mean Diner with the Mean Guy that you that, that was suggested to us, and it is uh, it's called uh, it's right here. It's called the, Patri- the Patrician Patrician Grill, where we hear that the gentleman that cooks the food is very rude to you, which I love. Uh huh. And let's and I got to tell you, review wise, this guy's doing very well. He's got four point six. That's really good. Four, That's good. Four, 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 and 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 the top review says retro restaurant, fifties atmosphere. The staff and the owner very jo- jovial and warm. So perhaps. Your producer was incorrect. Maybe maybe he's wrong. <laughs> oh, Unless I can't we should wait. Read, should we read the most negative review? No, because I don't have any time. We got our news oh, update uh, coming up at the top of the hour. Fine. And Andrew Santino, it's 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 been a pleasure. I was a Thank little bit nervous about this. We were why? Oh God. Why? How I don't could know. you be? Comedians, you never know what you're going to get. Please, you're going to get you're going to get uh, we're just uh, ner- nervous self-indulgent losers. That's, <laughs> it's all the, they're all they're all the same. They're hey, all narcissists. I didn't say anything.